three, two, one. Welcome back to the Bushnell Project. John Bushnell here, and we are going to finish finish Genesis today. Happy Monday if you're listening to this on the day I actually post it. All right. So we are in Genesis. We are at the end of it. We are in chapter 50, verse 22. Let me read that as we continue to try to encourage us to be in God's Word, to be reading God's Word, to feast on God's Word, and to just just be in tune with God, however long that takes as we read God's Word and pray. So here we are, chapter chapter 50 of Genesis, verse 22. So Joseph remained in Egypt, he and his father's house. Joseph lived 110 years, and Joseph saw Ephraim's children of the third generation. The children also of Machir, the son of Manasseh, were counted as Joseph's own. And Joseph said to his brothers, I'm about to die, but God will visit you and bring you up out of this land to the land that he swore to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob. Then Joseph made the sons of Israel swear, saying, God will surely visit you, and you shall carry up my bones from here. So Joseph died being 110 years old. Then they embalmed him, and he was put in a coffin in Egypt. And that's the end. And we're not, we don't hear about any how many days they mourned for Joseph or anything like that. They definitely did that for his father. Well, let's look at something. Sometimes when you're reading the Bible, what you might think is one thing and someone else might think is another. There's a perfect example of this. So Joseph, there's a lot about Joseph from when he's a kid up until he is 50, what was he, 56 or 57 when his father dies. And now nothing until he's 110 years old. So 60 years of nothing, right? What was he doing? They were living in Egypt. They were living in the land of Goshen, sort of the north east part of Egypt, very fruit, fruitile, fruit, fruitful land. He was probably also a lot in the capital city. And he is seeing, it says here, the third generation. It says it like this, that he Joseph saw Ephraim's children of the third generation. So is it Ephraim? Is it, is it, so Ephraim is Joseph's child. Then he has children. That would be his grandchildren. Is that the second generation? And then Ephraim's grandchildren or Joseph's great grandchildren being that third, or is it Ephraim's uh, grandchildren, great and great grandchildren? So he would have seen, in essence, counting Ephraim four more generations. We don't know, but 60 years, uh, let's say the that Ephraim would have been about 65, maybe a little bit older. Definitely possible that he's a great-grandfather by then. Definitely a grandfather, no doubt. But in those days, a great-grandfather. But here's the thing. We don't know. But we do know that he saw multiple generations. He got to see at least his grandchildren. But more than likely, he got to see his son's grandchildren. That would make him a, the, his great-grandchildren. That was a big deal back then. Joseph lives a very peaceful life. And as best as we can tell, not a whole lot in here about that. And then his body is prepared uh, for him to be buried there so that he can be transported later. And it's going to be a lot later. So just some interesting things to think about as we come to the very end. So a lot about Joseph and then at the end, not a lot. Because it's not his story. It's God's story. It's about God. And all of a sudden, God seems to be silent. 
we're not really silent. He's taking care of them, but we don't hear of any visions that Joseph has. No visions to Ephraim or Judah. They all are going to quietly pass away, but their children will move on, and then their grandchildren, and their great-grandchildren, and so on and so forth. And it's going to be a long time before we hear from God again. And it'll be because the people of Israel are enslaved there in Egypt, and God will send the baby, Moses, to start the process of rescuing them. He will, God will rescue his people in his timing. And, and that's what's good to remember as you're reading through the Bible. We can, because we're people, we want to focus on Joseph and go, I want to be like Joseph or I want God to, you know, well, I don't know. Do you, do you want to be like Joseph sold by your brothers in the slavery and then sold, then put in prison, falsely accused of a crime he didn't do? Oh yeah, that's great. Let's all go do that. But to be blessed like Joseph was, to be given the intellect that Joseph was given, to be able to have rule over people like Joseph would eventually have, and then to live peaceably for that long. Yes, I I love his life from the time he's about 30-something, right, until late, late in life. We don't even hear if he was going blind or who he blessed or how he blessed his children. We can assume a lot of things, but we don't know. And maybe that's just as well, because... It's God's story. And what is God doing? Well, God's blessing Joseph, and it's there's nothing really to tell. God's, God is faithful, so you know Joseph is blessed. And Joseph is living a peaceable old age, seeing his grandchildren and then his great-grandchildren. And then when he's about to die, he knows it, and he's able to call the people together and say, Hey, God will tell you, and God will be rescuing you out of this land to return you to the land that he promised to Abraham and Isaac and Jacob. So be ready. But it's not right now, and I'm going to die. And so make sure that you that you are ready to carry me back to that land so you can place me in there with my father and my grandfather and my great-grandfather. And that's what they promise. And we'll have to read Exodus to find out if they do. All right. God bless you guys. Have a great day. If you've made it all the way through Genesis with me, I think you deserve a medal. God bless you. Shout out to my wife, who I know has, in fact, listened to him. She's my great encourager. And don't know what I would do without her. She's definitely a gift from God. So a big shout out to my wife. God bless you, honey. And God bless all of you.